the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 54 of Say What? where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the radical change that Disney Corporation has gone through in the last few years. And that's how and how it's related to our kids. It is indeed, George. Uh, in fact, it's been a radical transformation indeed, what some are calling the institutional capture by LGBTQ radicals at the expense of Disney's once great legacy and name. And Mark, we've already known, and I think our audience has heard this phrase, the long march through the institutions. It's this happening. is one of them. This is just uh, one example, but it's. I think it's particularly noteworthy, George, because of Disney's legacy. I mean, it is a, uh, a giant in entertainment, but mainly child entertainment. Mm-hmm. It has always appealed historically to the best in uh, parental instincts and in giving safe entertainment for children that parents could always rely on. That has changed dramatically in the last few years. And I think, George, we need to probably give some background into what caused us to talk about this uh, today. Most of our listeners probably have heard about Florida's recent parental rights and education bill that was passed recently and signed by Governor Ron DeSantis. It's uh, House Bill 1557, and that bill will go into effect uh, July the 1st, and it has caused a firestorm of controversy across the country. But it's important to understand what the bill actually says and why the controversy exists. Here's what the bill says. First of all, it only applies to children in kindergarten through the third grade. So we're talking about very early ages. But secondly, it states that classroom instruction in SOGI, sexual orientation and gender identity, uh, cannot occur. In fact, here's the operative language in the bill. Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. And finally, number three, the bill also requires districts to, quote, adopt procedures for notifying a student's parent if there is a change in the student's services or monitoring related to the student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. Now, that sounds pretty reasonable, 
uh, I think to me or any parent that does not want their young children being exposed to SOGI indoctrination in the public schools. But LGBT advocates um, are arguing that um, this is a, an infringement of child rights. I can just imagine the Planned Parenthood supporters screaming outside of the governor's mansion saying that, you know, they need a day off because they can't even work as a result of the passage of this law. They're so traumatized. Yes. In fact, critics, as you know, George, have tagged this, the don't say gay bill, even though neither the word gay or the term LGBT is ever mentioned in the bill. You won't find those words in the bill. And of course, Disney is one of Florida's biggest employers uh, with its flagship, flagship park at uh, Disney World in Orlando. And the company uh, in the last few years has had a change of leadership. Um, its longtime CEO, Bob Iger, retired. And a new guy, Bob Chapik, uh, stepped into the role as CEO in 2020. Well, um, (laughs) after some initial hesitation under Chapik's leadership, Disney has now mounted a full-scale assault on this bill. Um, on Florida's right to protect his children against SOGI indoctrination. And this comes after having made the decision to push the LGBTQ agenda uh, as hard as it possibly can as a formal company policy. In fact, let me read a statement uh, from the company itself on this particular legislation. Here, this is a quote. Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't say gay bill should never have passed and should never have been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. Well, I just want to point out for our listeners who just read that, that um, that Walt Disney Company in that tweet, uh, Mark just read off of a tweet, was non-inclusive because the LGBTQ plus designation is no longer valid today. It has to be 2AIA++. So just wanted to put that out there. We should point that out to him, George, and and file a formal complaint. (laughs) Well, the company's leadership, it's not just, uh, of course, the CEO. In fact, I think the CEO is probably pulled into this kicking and screaming, but uh, he's fully on board now. But there's a whole raft of corporate executives now that are pushing this agenda uh, throughout the company. And a company-wide Zoom call uh, by General Entertainment President Carrie Burke, in fact, she's a self-confessed mother of two queer children herself, she vowed that Disney would do more to become more inclusive. The meeting was part of a wider corporate program known as Reimagine Tomorrow. And one of its goals is to have a minimum of 50% of characters to be to be LGBTQIA and racial minorities, fifty. Wow. Say what? Yeah. 
And as we know, in recent weeks, the company has reinstated a same-sex kiss in the upcoming Lightyear film, which is a uh, Toy Story uh, spinoff, which some of our listeners may have heard about. So, so you know, even though the in the general population, that's in the single digits in terms of percentage for somebody to be non-heterosexual or non-gender you know, gender binary, um, I think where they're coming from is that Gen Z, the kids they're targeting. That's, that's exactly right. Is that they, that segment of the population is a lot more confused. Yeah, I mean, past studies have shown that between 2 and 3% of people uh, have leaned toward uh, homosexuality or LGBT inclusion. The Human Rights Campaign puts the figure at 8%. I think that's somewhat self-serving. But in another one of these same meetings in Reimagine, Reimagine Tomorrow, executive producer Latoya Revenue boasts about the Disney not at all secret gay agenda. In fact, we have a, an audio clip of this. It's like I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative part of my life. But at the same time, like. I worked at small studios most of my career and I'd heard, you know, hear whispers. Like I, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little like sus when I started. And, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda and so like i i feel like i felt like it was i mean like maybe it was that way in the past but i guess like something must have happened in the last like like they're turning it around they're going hard and then all that like momentum that i felt like that sense of i don't have to be afraid to like let's have these two characters kiss let's in the background like i was just Wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to, like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud Say of like, what? Was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. Yeah, there you go. In another video, Disney's diversity and inclusion manager, Vivian Ware, explains to employees that the company is ditching the words, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, in all its theme parks in order to not alienate transgender kids. Now Disney's attendees will be greeted as, quote, dreamers of all ages. Mm. Interesting. Uh, you know, really, uh, you can't make this stuff up, George. Uh, it, it's just, it, it blows my mind. In fact, Disney production coordinator Alan March boasts that his team is committed to, quote, exploring queer stories and has created a, quote, tracker to make sure that they're creating enough gender nonconforming characters, canonical trans characters, and canonical bisexual characters. Yeah, it just goes on. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep up with this craziness anymore. The the terminologies that's being used, um, it's just <laughs> even for us who are constantly researching this topic, we're still shocked. We're it. still shocked. Uh, as for Disney CEO, after his initial uh, hesitation, Chapek issued a mea culpa of sorts to his employees. In a memo to his employees, he wrote, Speaking to you, reading your messages, and meeting with you have helped me better understand how painful our silence was, he wrote. 
It is clear that this is not just an issue about a bill in Florida, but instead yet another challenge to basic human rights. He continues, you needed me to be a stronger ally in the fight for equal rights, and I let you down. I am sorry. Oh, poor him. And then he committed to donating $5 million to the Human Rights Campaign, a very radical organization. I think that money could have been better spent uh, maybe to a donation to protect our kids. <laughs> Regardless, um, chairman of – it goes on, George. Chairman of Disney General Entertainment of Content, Peter Rice, told The Hollywood Reporter after a recent shareholder meeting that, quote, the Florida law is a new – and painful iteration of a history of discrimination against an already vulnerable group. Personally, I see this law as a violation of fundamental human rights, and I condemn any attempt to marginalize individuals on the basis of their identity. He continues, I appreciate that Bob recognized that we must do more to support the LGBTQ plus community. He left out the IA. So not really inclusive here. Bottom line is that the totality of Disney leadership is foursquare behind radicalizing the company, and they are well underway of doing that. In fact, every new cast member in Disney's history, their, their long, great history, has had four keys drilled into them from day one. Uh, these keys are safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. It's been this way for 60 years. In fact, some of our listeners who have worked for the Disney Corporation, I'm sure they'll be very familiar with, with, with these terms. But, George, on April of 2021, a fifth key was added. Can you guess what it is? Something to deal with diversity, equity, and inclusion. You would be right. Uh, inclusion now is the fifth key after six year, after 60 years. In the two years between 2019 and 2021, the DIE department, diversity, equity, inclusion within the Disney company expanded 633%, according to an article in Quillet, at the same time that nearly every other department in Disney was contracting between 25 and 75%. Wow. In fact, the article, um, it's called Disney's Institutional Capture, written by Ethan Clay um, on uh, March 29th, 2022 in Quillet. And he writes, but as usual, inclusion only protects those who think like die activists. Fairness only applies to historically oppressed People groups. The only pain worth understanding is that felt by the subsection of LGBT cast members who believe that sex education ought to begin in kindergarten. He goes on to write, the sexual revolution, the civil rights movement, the Vietnam War, the assassinations of JFK, RFK, MLK, and Malcolm X, the Cold War, stagflation, the Stonewall riots, Watergate, Roe v. Wade, the space race, the Los Angeles riots, September 11th, Hurricane Katrina, every major event that took place in American society since Disneyland first opened its door, 
stores in 1955 rolled by and the four keys remain unaltered. And yet in 2021, as the nation reopened from lockdowns and fits and starts, the fifth key of inclusion was added. Why now? Why at all? The short answer is what he calls institutional capture. The goal is to turn the business itself into a mouthpiece for an ideology. Disney has been rotting from the inside for quite some time, but the speed with which its public transformation took place is truly breathtaking. Florida was the final straw. What's interesting to me, Mark, is that not only a company like Disney, but so many other companies and people and individuals through COVID have really come out with their true colors. Yeah, it's been a very polarizing issue. And yeah. it's, it's forced people to uh, uh, state their position, whatever it happens to be. Um, but here's the question, George. Um Obviously, they've taken this position. That's their right as a company. Um, if they want to become a public advocacy uh, firm for LGBTQ rights, uh, that, that's, their, that's their right. I don't think it's wise for the shareholders, but, but they can make that decision. But are they being consistent mm. in their public policy promotion? Um, it, their ideology umbrage seems to be conveniently selective. And uh, Governor, uh, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis pointed this out. He pointed out that Disney's cruise line advertises its cruises to the Dominican Republic, a country that happens to ban same sex marriage and condones discrimination against gay people. So you're telling me that the CEO of Disney is not willing to go down to the Dominican Republic and condemn the country and its uh, leaders and publicly and put $5 million against uh, their races or whatever they do down there? Um, I have not heard anything uh, to that extent. In fact, I'm looking at a screenshot um, of a web capture that I got last night. And you can see at the Disney Cruise Line, you can uh, sign up for it to uh, go to the beautiful Porta Plata in the Dominican Republic. Hmm. But it gets worse, George. Um, China. Of course, Disney has a very strong presence uh, mm-hmm. in the People's Republic of China. Uh, but Disney seems to have no hesitation in operating there. They've got uh, two parks, one in Shanghai and one in Hong Kong, where it's been well publicized that the abuse of the Weiger community um, has been going on for decades now. But Disney, strangely, has not seemed to utter a word about that. In fact, the company routinely seems to bow to the Chinese Communist Party, notably removing a joke about Tiananmen Square from an episode of The Simpsons and a kissing scene from its 200 million big budget live action adaption of Mulan after Chinese executives uh, said it was inappropriate. In fact, two years ago, Disney thanked government entities in Xinjiang province where the Wigers live um, in the credits for its live action adaptation of Mulan, which was partially filmed in that province. And as far as I know, George, um, Soji indoctrination 
is not taught in any of China's public schools. Where is Disney's outcry about that? Yeah. Yeah, the hypocrisy is out, uh, astounding. Um, but Disney has, I think, much bigger problems as well here in, in the United States. And you found this. I wasn't aware of this, but uh, apparently um, its employees have been involved in a lot of headlines. You don't see this on, on MSNBC or CNN or the mainstream, but nevertheless, they do exist. Maybe you can talk about some of those, what you found. Yeah, th- this was shocking for me because um, I think over the last two to three years, I've started to see this more and more. Um, but just a compilation of about six, seven headlines here. Uh, four Walt Disney World employees arrested in undercover human trafficking sting. This was March 16th, 2022. Recently. Recently. This is just last month. Three employees of Walt Disney World arrested in major child sex sting. In Florida, this is August 5th, 2021. Again, less than a year ago. Disney security guard shows up buck naked to human trafficking sting. 124 arrested sheriff says. 124. Wow. Like Florida child sex sting nets former workers from Disney, SeaWorld, and Universal Studios. This is June 2019. These are all very, very recent, and I can go on with with the other ones. And these are all in Florida? Most of them are in Florida. Do you think Florida has a reason to be concerned about what is being taught to their children in the elementary schools? Most definitely. Well, I guess this begs the question, George, what can parents do? What can the public do about this? Um, Obviously, one thing they can do is stop. Um, subsidizing the Disney empire. Yes. By signing up for its services, by visiting its parks, by not going to see its movies. Um, We heard one report, according to Ohio value voters, that Disney has had more than 350,000 cancellations in just the past five days alone. Of its Disney Plus membership or subscription. Uh, there's nothing that gets an attention to shareholders than uh, all of a sudden a rapid decline in revenue. Um, so this would definitely make a difference. Uh, I, I think uh, the public should vote with their dollars whether they want to support this kind of public advocacy. You know, just like people have been voting with their feet and moving <laughs> to freer states, and uh, th- that's what we need to start doing with our money because this corporatism uh, in America is really taking over. It's just activist corporations, like you said, Mark, that are straying away from their mission, and they're truly becoming political action committees. They really are, George. And there's one more thing I guess that parents can do, and you found this. Apparently, there's a petition going around. Yes. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah. So if you go to parentsfightback.com, an organization called Hold the Line, put this petition out, um, and there's four things that this petition asks for besides your signature. One is to pray for Disney to have a change of heart. Amen. Uh, so as as believers, uh, we always resort to prayer first, not yes. last. Uh, second is remember your God-given role as a parent to instruct your children in the ways of the Lord. 
Um, no matter what goes on out there in the world, in your house, uh, you need to be giving this proper instruction. Number three is refuse to accept the idea that corporations have the right to push woke politics on our children. Uh, so parents... Uh, stand up against this. And then number four, stand firm as an American citizen and speak the truth boldly wherever you are at, in your workplace, uh, with your neighbors, what, whatever it is, stop shying away from speaking the truth. And number five, sign the petition at parentsfightback.com. Um, so there are some definitely some things that parents can do, and this is not a time to sit back and just say, oh, my, you know, that this is terrible what they're doing. You need to take action. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. This is just going to go on. Well, George, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. I hope this has been enlightening and that this will spur you to uh, take action indeed. Until the next time. Well, parents, you can also educate yourself more by going to protectourkidsnow.org. Of course. Please sign up to our weekly blogs. You can also invite Mark and I to come and speak to your church or group. Uh, And we kindly invite you to prayerfully consider donating to our cause. You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Rosca Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.